Now, the Sports Cards and Collectibles Radio Show with Darren Kimura. Brought to you by the Honolulu Chinese JCs, Papa John's Pizza, Comics Etc., Fairway Independent Mortgage, MonsterBreaks.com, and Aloha Card Shop. Welcome to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. I'm your host, Darren Kimura, broadcasting here live from the beautiful downtown studios of ESPN Honolulu. Uh, you know, it's been one of those crazy, crazy couple of weeks. I remember a couple of weeks ago saying, hey, what if the Lakers and Celtics were playing in the NBA Finals? Uh, well, last I checked, I don't think they're playing in the NBA Finals unless someone's playing a Madden version or eSports. Yeah, we got, we got Keegan in the booth there, maybe an eSports uh, version of uh, Lakers and Celtics. So, so that being the case, let me do my reverse logic uh, prediction here, my, my Kimura curse. Um, and for those of you that don't know, uh, one of the running jokes I have in my family is that uh, if we go to Vegas, we're never going to hit the Mega Bucks because there is the Kimura curse. So the only people in my family that could actually win Mega Bucks or hit something huge can't have the last name Kimura. But uh, so let me let me see who I can give the Kimura curse to. Well, I actually think the Denver Nuggets are incredibly stacked, and I do believe they have a really, 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 really good chance of winning this whole thing. So that being the case, anyone who has any money out there should be betting on the Heat. <laughs> so, you know, unfortunately, you know, that, that's the Kimura curse. I, I do think, you know, Denver with Jamal Murray, that, that's really the key. I mean, he controls the offense. You know, he really does. And the, the bottom line is that, uh, that you know, with, with Jamal Murray at the helm, it makes, you know, the Joker really, really hard to guard. And so I'd love to hear your comments on that, especially from a collectability standpoint. I mean, let's be real here. In the collectibles world, boy, it would have been nice to see Tatum and LeBron going at it. But instead, we get the Joker, we get Jamal Murray, we get Jimmy Butler. We don't even have Tyler Hero to lean on. We, we really don't have a whole lot from a collectability standpoint. I don't, I don't think Bam Adebayo is moving the needle from a collectability standpoint. So I'd love to hear from you guys. I mean, is this sort of that 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 finals, that that worst-case scenario from a collector, you know, finals scenario? Is this, is this the the ultimate what in the world did we buy kind of a kind of a situation for you? Give us a ring, 808-296-1420, or shoot us a text, same number, 808-296-1420. Don't forget to dial that 808, or you're going to get some strange message telling you that, you you know, we can't connect your call. We had a couple callers the last few weeks trying to get through, but they kept forgetting to dial 808, so make sure you do that. Uh, you know, th this is a sports cards and collectible show, and, and th those of you that are diehard Pokemon collectors know that right around the corner, we have another Pokemon release coming up and it, it's always a pleasure for me to bring on my next guest I love having him on because he does bring a lot of insight on Pokemon I'll be honest with you I know some Pokemon not my level of expertise but for Jesse Kobayashi from Toy Links and Ideal 808 it is absolutely his specialty so Jesse welcome to the show hey Darren well it's a pleasure to be back and talk more Pokemon with you yeah you know I mean the the, the whole thing with this this new release is the first set came and went it felt like it was just yesterday, and all of a sudden, here we are gearing up for another one. And, and this, this, this sort of series of, you know, Pokemon, it was sort of a, 
a, a long time coming. A lot of people were anticipating the end of Sword and Shield and looking for Scarlet and Violet to kind of take over, not only take over, but that new design and everything too. Are you kind of feeling like there's this anticipation still yet for, for Scarlet and Violet? Or now that the first series came out, people are just back into that, okay, when it comes out, I'll buy it routine. Well, with this new era of Scarlet and Violet, it's a very great thing for new players because we're only a year into the video games releasing. Mm. So with that being said, a lot of players, a lot of fans, a lot of collectors, it's their time to shine to get in with the very first set. So out of curiosity, so, that, that, that video game that you mentioned, did they do the same thing? Was there a Scarlet game and a Violet game? Uh, or, or was it something where it was just called Scarlet and Violet? Nope. Uh, every time they release a new booster box or a new series, it's based off of the video games. So, we, we, I mean, I know the ETBs had two different colors in it. Weirdly enough, I mean, it was two different colors, obviously Scarlet and Violet. I'm not so dumb that I didn't know what the two references were. But did, did you see any kind of pattern? Was there sort of people leaning towards one color or the other? Or how, how, how did that Scarlet and Violet, at least the Series 1, sort of feel like for, for you guys as, as a shop? With, were the collectors really going for both sides or were they really leaning one side? So for collectors, they grab both because obviously you got to collect them all. So they get the both colors. But for players that could only get one or the other, they preferred the violet box. Violet is such a nice, clean box. It's a nice royal purple. Not to say that Scarlet isn't bad. It's that nice red hue. So everyone likes that too. But those that were going to, for, towards the violet box, were, were the cards better? Or really was it pretty much random both ways? It's random both ways here in the English side of, you know, Pokemon. Comparatively to Japan, people were thinking, okay, so Violet had these cards in Japanese, such as, like, the um, iconic Miriam. So people were like that. So they were thinking, okay, Violet, that had the Miriam, so it's a better chance. So Interesting. people were that one instead. But but also in, in Japanese, there there is sort of that... That royal, that royalty with that that color association too, right? I mean, that that's something that you you can't really duck away from. Yeah, it, anytime they release like the very first sets, they normally do two different ones, and that's why collectors always stop by our shop or always ask us, "Hey, do you guys have the first set?" Because those are the very first ones that they do the two different typing. So, speaking of the shop, I mean, you guys, I, I know we had you on right around the time of that first early release. Uh, are you still seeing people coming in? I mean, they're, they're still looking for tournaments of, of, the, of that same series? Or, or how does it work with you guys and some of the, the Pokemon Knights? So, for us, at our shop in Ivalay, so we're at 650 Ivalay Road in Honolulu, Hawaii, right in between Costco and Dokanry. We have events every Friday, Saturday, Sunday for different card games and events. So we recommend players and customers to check out our link tree, linktree.ee slash toylinks, and they can check out all our events and stuff like that. And everyone loves to come by, check out our schedule, and then that way they can plan out their schedule of like, when to come by. So like for Pokemon this weekend, we have a Pokemon Paldea Evolve, which is the newest set coming out in a week. And we have a pre-release this Saturday at 10.30. So we recommend players to and get their hands on is that a, is that a pre-release where you got to register for it just because there's limited spots or you guys you guys have a lot of spots available well what's, we have what's a lot the of spots ah. available so feel free to stop on by bring the ohana 
get your hands on the brand new Pokemon set. It's only up pre-release, so we don't have any like booster boxes available yet. But they can get a sample of it and pre-order too by checking our site, ideal808.com. So, and if people wanted more information as far as um, you know that 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 the times and everything like that, same website, everything is all on there about the pre-release and all that. Yep, everything's on that website. So ideal808.com, or you can check out the link tree, link tree forward slash toy links. You can check us out online. We have all that information available. If not, give us a call at the shop. You know, you'll probably talk to me or my great staff. Uh, that number is 808-529-8697. Give us a call. We'd love to hear your questions. We'd love to talk to our customers about anything. You know, speaking of customers, I got I to gotta ask you this. I mean, there seems to be still a lot of interest in even the, 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 the set that came out right before it with Crown Zenith. Is that the same that you guys are finding at the shop? People are still trying to either build sets or... I, I mean, Crown Zenith was one of those goofball sets, right? When I saw it, I, I, anything that doesn't have a booster box, I call a goofball set, by the way. So I even call the 25th a goofball set. But it, it, because it didn't have booster boxes, you had to buy all these different collection sets, ETVs, all, all these different things to try and just get the packs to open to build sets. Are people still building Crown Zenith sets or you, you feel like it's kind of moved on already to Scarlet and Violet? Well, we, it's a hard question to answer because we still have new players coming into the scene. They're like, okay, mm. what do we pick up? Mm. And we're like, mm, Crown Zenith is readily available. It's an ample supply, so we recommend players to start there. If not, I mean, there is, again, Skyler and Violet. Or if you guys want to go back to older stuff, I mean, that's also a great thing to pick up because once they stop printing, who knows when they're going to you know, reprint more. Well, the funny thing about Pokemon is exactly that. There is a chance that they could always reprint. But what we're finding, of course, is that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that even when they do reprint, it doesn't take long before that second run or third run just disappears. And all you're left with is, you know, what few boxes are out there. And it seems like Pokemon, kind of like Magic the Gathering, as long as you sit on sealed boxes, th these are sort of that weird guarantee to go up no matter how bad the set may appear to be from the jump. Am I, am I wrong in saying that? No, you're perfectly correct. I mean, that's all, like, trading card games, even sports cards. If you look at, like, the older sets for sports, like, popular, like, 2005 and stuff like that, or, like, the rookie set stuff, those all just jump up in prices because, one, again, they're not readily available. Or if they do reprint them, the rates are so hard to pull, like your iconic cards that you need. You know, one of the things I do like about Pokemon versus uh, sports cards, those. So for those of you that are diehard sports guys and you're wondering, why in the world am I talking about holding sealed Pokemon? W with sealed Pokemon, there's no redemptions. You don't have to worry about trying to send in a, a redemption card or doing a scratch-off code and hoping they give you the... I mean, there's so many nightmares we're hearing about redemptions that... You know, if you if you can hold sealed Pokemon, you don't have to ever worry about there being a redemption for the Charizard Holofoil. It's the card's gonna be there, and if you pull it and it's right there in the pack, it's there in your hands. So I gotta I gotta say, as far as sort of putting stuff aside, I like putting Pokemon aside because you don't have to deal with redemptions. Ten years from now, that box still has the same hits in it. And you don't have to worry about, boy, do I have, what happens if I pull a redemption? Am I going to, am I going to have to try and negotiate a deep? No, you don't have to worry about it. And I just, I just feel like that makes Pokemon, well, also price, but that makes Pokemon an easier 
a starting point for those looking to put sealed product aside. That's definitely true for any of our collectible card games that we offer in our shop. Like, you pull the card, you buy the product, it's there. You don't have to go through a middle person to be like, oh, I'll go redeem this card or this voucher at this company and I hope that they have the card. Because if they discontinue it or they don't file it right, you know, you're stuck there waiting. And that's the hard part. No, you know, that, yeah. especially if you pull a super huge card and it's a one-of-one, one, you're going, okay, wait now. How long am I going to have to take before they send this to me? And if they send it to me, you know, am, am, am I going to really get it? Because now you're thinking about the postal system and all of these questions that come up. And there's so many different ways that you can get worried about what's what's going on with, with your card when there's a redemption involved. With Pokemon, plus the box is kind of small, put it on the side, you know, keep it in a nice uh, airtight area, nice out of the sun, you know, uh, away from water, away from kids, away from animals. And that's just the best way to do it. You know, to me, it's just an easy thing to put aside. Yeah, or you can always stop by our, our shop, and we also offer, like, the acrylic cases for it. You know, you have a nice display piece. Oh, no, no, right. your house And, and, and easy to like, stack, right? Once it's in an acrylic yeah. case, right? Yeah, and or you put it on your mantle or anything. Dude, that's a great conversation piece. People look at it and they're like, whoa, that's nice. No, especially when you start telling them, well, that box is $2,000, that box is $4,000, that box is $8,000. <laughs> you start the conversation like that, all of a sudden people want to know how to invest in Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we love to have customers come to our place or send us emails, messages, anything to get information out to you guys. Well, we are up against the break. We're talking to Jesse Kobayashi from Ideal 808 and Toy Links. And Jesse, when, when we come back after the break, I want to pick your brain on the new, uh, the new series coming out, and I want to see if we can get some inside information on some of the hot cards to pull. So can you stick around after the break? Of course. All right. That's Jesse Kobayashi from Ideal 808 and Toy Links. When we come back, let's find out what to chase. You're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles show on ESPN Honolulu. You're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Radio Show on ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. My goodness, I'm so tongue-tied here. Uh, we, we, got, we got Keegan staring me down in the other uh, booth here. Hey, for the record, I, I just got back into town at 1.30 in the morning, all right? So cut me a little slack here. You know, but um, we do have Jesse Kobayashi from Ideal 808 and Toy Links. Jesse, before I forget, uh, can we get the rundown on location, where, best place for them to follow you, whether it's websites, um, social media, phone numbers, that kind of stuff? Sure. Uh, you can always order a product from our website, Ideal808.com, so I-D-E-A-L 808.com. For those of you that are looking to order, that way you can get your foot in the door. You can check us out physically in Honolulu, Hawaii. We're in between the Costco in Ivalay and the Regal Movie Theaters. That is 650 Ivalay Road, Suite 120. So we're in the smack dab middle of that Dogannery building. Uh, you can check us out or follow us on Instagram at Ideal808 or Toylinks.com. You can follow us both there or check us out on Facebook and message us there too. So the, as far as the, the new product coming out, you, you mentioned a pre-release event this Saturday. Uh, before I forget, what time is that event again? That's at 10.30 in the morning. And that's right at Dole Don't Canary. Don't too much. <laughs> right. But, but the recommendation is always to, to pre-reg for this, right? Because the, the bottom line is there's only so many spots available. And if you show up and you're the 15th guy and there's only 12 spots, then you're, you're going to be out of luck. So best thing to do is just register, especially if you know you're going to be down there, right? Yeah, 
definitely pre-register. If not, we still have slots open for players who just walk in. So Oh, you guys do hold spots rushing. for walk-ins? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, real quick, too. For, for those that have never attended a pre-release event, pre-release, the reason people go is they want to see the product. But there's not going to be booster boxes necessarily to buy, but there'll be pre-release decks and promos and special things that they can kind of see, right? Yes, of course. That's always the, the draw for the pre-releases is to get your hands on new cards before it comes out. And maybe you get really lucky and you hit like the top hitters for these products. And the funny thing for, for those that don't know is so, sometimes there's little promos and you know, all of that. And weirdly enough, because, you know, for the longest time, some people didn't see pre-release cards as necessarily being all that special. But every once in a while, there's a random promo that's available. And before you know it, that's the card that everyone wants because nobody thought to keep it. Yeah, that's always the case. Normally... They have like four different promos, and some of them are always worth keeping. And it's just good to keep them in good condition because people just lose them or they give it away and they don't think about it. Okay, so this new set coming out, what in the world are we chasing? I mean, this is this is not one of those series where this particular set we're looking for, you know, Charizard, Alt Art, you know, Rainbow Foil, Secret Rare. This is not that type of series. So, so what are we chasing in this particular set? I know every set has that $100, $200 card. And, of course, every set has that $30, $40, $50 card. But in this new set coming out, what is going to be the big hit or the, or the couple of big hits that people are going to be targeting? Okay, so the top three cards that we've seen from Japan, which we've seen are kind of in the secondary market right now for Pokemon, are these special illustration rares. Mm, like the, the alt art type stuff. From, yeah, they're different from the trainer gallery, and they're different from the hyper rares because they have a different focus and a different theme. They're a lot more personable. They're a lot more expanded to me when you see them in person because I seen a couple this weekend and they were pretty. Uh, the top one is Iono. She is the Pokemon trainer. She is a gym leader for the Scarlet and Violet game, and everyone loves her because she's like a VTuber or an idol, and she's always hosting all these streams and stuff like that. So she's very popular. And she's looking to be about a $200, $300 card around wow. the get-go. Wow. So that's the, her special illustration rare. Okay. The next one is going to be her regular secret art card. And that one's going for about $120 to $100 right now that we've seen on the second market. Wow. It's funny. It's the same card, two different artworks, hmm. and there's such a huge price gap between the two. But interesting that's even the same card, right? Because there's not a yeah. whole lot of sets where you're going to have the same person end up being the big chases. Yeah, and it's not every time that they give you two different variants to chase after. Hmm. Normally, it's only just one. So that's even wilder that they've done this and then the last one is a tie between the another trainer and a pokemon it's still kind of a hard way tie we're looking at grusha which is the iconic snowboarder he's a snowboarder he likes to have like great adrenaline rush and he's another trainer from the scarlet and violet games and there is the secret illustration for Chen Pao, which is this kind of like saber tooth tiger mix, like ferret, but he has like swords for like his fangs, and it looks really pretty. 
It, it sounds like, like an like, like an Asian name. Is that is that on purpose or is that just one of those? I mean, I'm asking as an ignorant outsider here now. It's it sounds like an Asian name. Was that kind of on purpose? Were they were they were they going for something like that, or or, or is it is it just because it's a tiger and tigers are associated with like Chinese, you know, the zodiac well, and all of that? That's an interesting question because a lot of Pokemon names either derive from like Japanese or Chinese mythology. Uh, but this one was interesting because they brought it over from like Chinese mythology to like Spain. That's where the games are based on for this Scarlet and Violet game. So it's kind of interesting that they decided to do some kind of like mix over and turnover. But it's also to show like cultural inclusivity for everything. You know, we want to include everybody in the Pokemon community, and let's just have Pokemon from all over the world. You know, so so from what I, what I remember reading, I mean, this is basically your your standard hundred and ninety or two hundred card set. It's going to be pretty easy if you're opening packs and you've never opened Pokemon before, because the left side number card uh, number on the card, if it's bigger than the right side number, then you know it's something special. Yes. Now, out of that curiosity, though, I mean. Does it become the higher the number? Is it the harder to get? Sometimes it is. For instance, like the Charizards that we were hunting from Scarlet and Vi- or sorry, from like Brilliant Stars, those are all higher number cards. Mm. They're not part of like the regular booster set. The booster set that ends at like two ten, these ones go up to like two forty or so. So it's a little bit harder to get. I gotta ask you this because it seems like. Like with Magic, they started having these short prints, numbered cards, that kind of stuff. Do you see a scenario where Pokemon starts to do the same thing, where they even have, I don't know, numbered to 10, numbered to, you know, 100, maybe, maybe you know, 10, 25, you know, 50, all these different combinations. Do you see a scenario where, for some reason, they dive down that rabbit hole of having numbered chase cards? Ooh, that's an excellent question. They've done something similar in the past where they've given out winner promos and stuff, and those are only up to, like, the first hundred or first thousand. Or they do, like, exclusive, like, uh, Japan does the illustration competitions, and they only release, like, maybe, like, 50 or 10. So those are technically are, like, serialized number versions, but I haven't seen anything recently. But those were actually numbered. Those were truly numbered versions. Yeah, wow. that's they only release X amount, and that is why those are very, very pricey cards. Does, um, does, does Pokemon have anything, do anything like the 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 judges cards or you know stuff like that, where like only staff get it or something? You know, every once in a while, there's a weird release like that, whether it's TCG or sports, where you know maybe the staff of a certain event gets it, or the staff of Pokemon would get it, or you know where where Tops had certain employee exclusive cards. Do, 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 do you know of any Pokemon that are leaning that direction? Uh, they've been doing that for the past years. Mm. Uh, they have judge-exclusive promo, so you, you do have to p- pass a judge certification test. Mm. And you do have to help out at your local TCG game store or at larger events to get those promos. So those promos are also worth quite a bit of money, too. Those got to be severely limited, too, right? I mean, because if you're, if you're at a... A Pokemon tournament or a pre-release event or whatever, and they they, they can't just have eight thousand of them at every store. No, obviously not. They normally allocate depending on the amount of like 
players per each store, so that's why it's good to go and support your local tournament teams just to come play because that means there's more promos available for you guys, there's more product available for you guys, there's more chances for you to judge so you can get those judge promos for you guys, and that's why it's great to help your local gaming store. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so when, when this new product comes out, I mean, it, it sounds like we're chasing four, four cards or so that are going to get you... Box basically boxer better back on on the boosters, which is incredible. Um, I, my guess is they're going to be incredibly rare. But it's th this set is sounds like it's a pretty deep set. Like there's going to be a bunch of stuff that's going to be in that ten to twenty dollar range, and another bunch of stuff that's going to be in that thirty to forty dollar range. It kind of kind of feels like that. Yeah, that's always uh, part of like the Pokemon balancing act that like, the secondary market does, and we look at those cards, and we look at what's playable, and we try and make sure that people can get their value on the secondary market as well. Well, that, that's really cool. And again, I truly appreciate you coming on all, you know, all the time sharing your Pokemon knowledge. Um, before I forget again, one more time, check website, location, right. Yeah, check us out. Uh, our website is ideal808.com. Again, we're in Evole, right between Costco and Dole Cannery. That's 650 Evole Road, Suite 120. Check us out at Facebook, forward slash ideal808. Our toy links, too. You can also follow us on Instagram. So toy links and ideal808 as well. Well, I really appreciate you as always. And again, your your Pokemon knowledge is, is truly, truly valuable. I really appreciate you coming on. And, you know, are you guys going to be at the uh, next Pro Ridge event? I believe that's the second weekend of June. Yes, we will be there. We'll have a booth there. We'll still come meet our staff. Yeah, absolutely come down and then check them out again. Jesse, truly appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Darren. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. Hello. All right. That was Jesse Kobayashi from Ideal 808 and Toy Lanes. When we come back, we'll talk about some pretty cool things coming up. Um, well, not only currently available, but also coming up on Monster Breaks. Uh, you're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show on ESPN Honolulu. The Sports Cards and Collectibles Show's new releases segment is brought to you by MonsterBreaks.com. More breaks, more boxes, less money. Welcome back to the Sports Cards and Collectibles Show. It's been a obviously a long day for everybody. <laughs> we, have, we we got the uh, the Monster Breaks uh, segment here, and you know, always fun having Kyle Reno on. Uh, he couldn't join me tonight, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what's going on with Monster Breaks. Um, obviously, the hot topic everyone's talking about 2022 optic football um that's that's going right now there's there's a bunch of cases that they've kind of started to go through um really 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 an impressive product by the way those of you that haven't had a chance to dive into even contenders there's still some say three box breaks or you know smaller breaks that you can jump into kind of get a flavor of contenders that is sort of the standard uh, that a lot of people have kind of latched onto as far as the the nice looking rookie the standard look uh, you know the autograph on the bottom all that kind of stuff um, but people love the the shininess of optic the you know the nice gloss and you know the the mythical cards some of these other inserts are really kind of cool plus when you look at a rated rookie it kind of harkens back to the days of the old don russ and i remember the you know, the days of the 84 Donruss Mattingly and that chase. Uh, so, you know, it, it's a nice look. Plus, it's a very affordable buy-in. You're not looking at, you know, prism-type prices, and you get a chance at, you know, a whole case break. You don't have to pay this smaller number just for three boxes. So definitely go check that out, monsterbreaks.com or monsterbreaks.org. But there, there is also, you know, 2023 Impeccable NBA and 2023 Panini Recon Basketball, two incredible 
incredible products. They're definitely products that are worth taking a, you know, just taking a one or two spot, you know, swipe at. It's it's th these are the kinds of products that you have the incredible upside. It's it's not a horrible buy-in. It's an incredible upside and really really awesome looking products. Not just not just in terms of autograph value, memorabilia value, but definitely uh, in terms of overall looks. I, I'm kind of rushing through those because those are sort of known products. So I can get to this one. And I'd love to hear your opinion. If you have any opinions on this, you want to give me a call, 808-296-1420. 2023, well, over the last couple of, of, of months, Bowman has slowly but surely started to release a university product. We knew this was coming. The moment NILs were fair game, university products were going to be right around the corner. And what they did was they sort of introduced a first Bowman concept to football, to baseball, to basketball. They're basically bringing this first Bowman product to the college level. And now we have an opportunity to take a look at someone who hasn't even been drafted yet, but we know is likely going number one overall early in Webanyama. And 2023 Bowman Inception University is available on Monster Breaks and one of the first, well, let's just call it what it is, one of the first major company products to have him in there as an autograph. Just like in, in previous university products with football, you had, you know, Bryce Young, you, you had, uh, you, you know, basically you had the, the top quarterbacks that everyone was gunning for, but you also had Kenny Pickett also snuck in there as well. So you had guys who were already in the NFL but were reintroduced in the Bowman University product. You, you have the same kind of concept here with the basketball in 2023. Uh, what are we looking at here? Are we looking at Webanyama may, you know, maybe being the guy? Is, is, he, is he sort of that, you know, is he, is he sort of that, that transcendent player that everyone hopes he is? Now keep in mind, this Bowman University product, it's not a single sport product. But it is an opportunity for you to see Webanyama. And, and again, um, you know, with this, you do have opportunities to get, you know, some of the, the more recently drafted quarterbacks and all that, too. But really, the real hype is around uh, Webanyama, especially with the Spurs getting him. And, you know, last I checked, the last time the Spurs drafted number one overall and picked a big, he's a Hall of Fame player named Tim Duncan. Now, let's be, let's be, let's be fair here. Let's, let's tap the brakes a little bit here. If Webanyama even lives up to that standard, that would be incredible. Just because there's a lot of guys that were drafted number one overall that didn't pan out. Even recently with all the stats, all the data, all the film, Anthony Bennett still got drafted number one overall. And last I checked, he might still be playing in Canada, but he's not an all-star even in Canada. And that's the number one overall pick. Now, of course, that's the Cleveland Cavaliers and, you know, they did get lucky with LeBron and Kyrie, but, you know, they did pick first overall a number of times for a reason. That should kind of tell you something about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, but, you know, Webanyama with a, a, a really solid team, a really solid coach, and some nice pieces around him, that, that, that team becomes kind of interesting. Now, I don't think that makes them NBA champion contenders. So for those of you looking to head up to Vegas and maybe putting a little wager on them winning the the NBA now if you're getting 200 to 1 fine but that that that's that's let's tap the brakes they, they, he's not going to turn them into an NBA champion year one very similar to Duncan Duncan didn't turn him into an NBA champion year one Duncan needed pieces around him 
And last I checked, he also had David Robinson, also had guys like Tony Parker, Mano Ginobili, Kawhi Leonard. That's, it's, it's a pretty healthy list of guys that were on that team, on those teams when they won, and when they were competing every single year during that stretch with the big three, that they, they really did have a solid team. So let's tap the brakes a little bit on it, but it, it is a really, really good-looking product. This Bowman Inception University, they take the Inception concepts in terms of design, they take some of those beautiful colors, and they have these awesome autograph cards introducing guys like Webanyama. By the way, Caitlin Clark, those of you WNBA fans uh, and those of you that you know follow WNBA Prism and all that, Caitlin Clark's also going to be in this product, and she's a scoring machine, an absolute scoring machine. So she's an interesting prospect for the WNBA as well. But again, Webanyama really is one of the highlights uh, for that product. I do think that at these prices on Monster Breaks, it is well worth, uh, you know, uh, a little grab. Also, they still have a few more cases left of their Supreme high-end repack. And what you're chasing in there are just incredible things from autographed Kobe's and Trout Rookies graded stuff, you know, autographed Tigers. And when you're done, before you check out, if you use this code ESPN1, ESPN and the number one, you get 10% off your entire order. That's just for my listeners out there. Again, ESPN1 on monsterbreaks.org's website. So definitely go check them out. And, and really, take a little bit of a flyer on that Bowman University Inception product. I, I really do think they've, they've got something. First of all, they've got the, the nice designs that they have behind their product, along with, again, all these top college uh, you know, stars, or in the case of Webanyama, future number one overall picks. And you get a chance to get in on him early enough that I think he's going to be very affordable, and then you probably could turn it and make some decent money. That's just my thoughts. Uh, go ahead and check them out on monsterbreaks.org or monsterbreaks.com. When we come back, I'll be doing a trivia contest that deals with number one overall picks. So if you got your number one overall pick research going on, please go ahead and do that and give us a ring, 808-296-1420 if you want to be first in line. We come back, trivia contest and some cool giveaways. You're listening to the Sports Cards and Collectibles show on ESPN, Honolulu. Welcome back to Sports Cards and Collectibles show. We got a pretty tough trivia contest here. Now, I'm saying it's tough because when we asked around the studio, no one really got it. So th this got to be challenging. Now, having said that, I, I do think the prize is worth it. We got one of the uh, new Pokemon uh, League battle decks here with, of course, six po um, promos in there, the Topps T206 box. Uh, so a little bit of baseball, a little bit of Pokemon, and, of course, a large Papa John's pizza, specialty pizza, courtesy of Papa John's Pizza Hawaii. So I'm going to ask the question, and those of you that are waiting on hold, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to think about it. And those of you that are uh, wanting to call in, maybe you can get in line. So here's the question. With the NBA draft selection process done, name one of the NBA teams that has never had a number one overall pick. Now, there are six, so name any one of the teams that has never had a number one overall pick. So if you know the answer, give us a ring, 808-296-1420. Uh, meanwhile... You know, in, in the studio uh, here, in, you know, on the other side, we got, we got Keegan. He's been picking my brain about some of the Pokemon stuff he's got. And I, I, I figured, you know what? His questions are legitimately a lot of guys who are getting into Pokemon from the game into the card side. A lot of people, same questions. 
So go ahead, feed, feed them to me. So we, I mean, this is basically the Pokemon show, anyways, with Jesse Kobayashi in here. So right. I thought I'd l- let's see if I can pick your brain on something. So I just got in it, right? I just got um, a lot of different packs, and I decided to open them up on my Twitch stream. I'm not gonna self advertise on that, but. Ah, uh, go ahead. You can tell everybody. Twitch.tv slash clutchkey, the C-L-U-T-C-H-K-E-Y, clutchkey, twitch.tv. But anyways, um, I did my first ever break. But when I when I came in here today, you know, bringing in the cards to the expert, right, and seeing what it what it is, if there's any of note. But what I first thought was, which one, because I, I, I also got something from Japan as well, uh, which was my last, which was my last open. So my question to you is, is it better to go for, at least here in Hawaii, is it better to go for the ones that are in Japan? Like, the, Or is there a better chance for, like, you know, if you're going for the market value, right, is it better to go for Japanese ones or is it better to go for the English ones, which are just, like, so much more printed out in, like, the realm right now here in, in North America? Well, you know, that, that's the million-dollar question, right? Because if you do the math on, on, on production, the Japanese stuff, there's fewer boxes produced. That's just kind of the case, but with the with the American product, they're, they're they're punching out so many boxes. What makes any set interesting, of course, is the chase. And if the chase or chases are really, really, really high end chases, you you have a long term future with that box. And I, and I, what I mean by that is they could print it two more times, or in some cases three more times, and it's it's going to be okay because they're never going to print so much that uh, you know it, it's it's not going to be impossible to uh, to still gain some value. You know, I, I look at, um, you know, some of the more recent sets that they've printed, and they, they've printed them a second and third time, and they, they've dipped a little bit when they when they were actually printed that second and third time, but but they're right back up there to $200 boxes, $180, $175 boxes, and they're only, you know, two years old. So... The, the 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 problem is it depend it always gonna <laughs> I, I I sound like I'm I'm so flaky on this one but it really depends um, some boxes because of the chase that's in there it's just worth keeping them sealed and I think that's gonna be true for almost every single product that if you're gonna ask me the difference between should I bust it or should I hold it I'm always gonna say to hold it because you know, to quote Eric Ricard, it's been a long time since we had Eric on the show. We should bring him back on here. But to quote Eric Ricard, I'd rather play the field. In other words, I'd, I'd rather take a chance that the card is in there and keep it for value's sake to somebody else who wants to open it than to take a chance opening it and then I find out mm, maybe I didn't have the card. Now, for, for the average gambler out there who's opening boxes because they're trying to chase, I got a newsflash for you. It doesn't matter. They're going to open anything. But for the for the true investor, the long-term game for sealed product is always going to be better. Now, comparing uh, sealed versus open, that's one thing. Now you're talking about comparing sealed American versus sealed Japanese. One of the biggest challenges now with some of the Japanese products is that they don't sell them saran sealed anymore. They're not shrink wrap sealed anymore. So because of that, now you have to have a trusted buyer and you have to have a trusted seller. If your buyer is someone who trusts you completely, then fine. But if, you, if you're buying it from somebody that you don't know, there's some hesitation because, hey, are, are, are they, you know, pulling the best card and filling it with another pack? You know, there, there are some unscrupulous people out there in this product, in this, in this hobby, I should say. You know, so um, the advantage of the American product is that 
it is still shrink-wrapped, it's still sealed. There's some way to have some, some certainty about, you know, the box has not been messed with. When you're talking about the Japanese product, as long as they continue to keep removing the saran and selling them with as, as essentially unsealed boxes, I, I, I think the danger is that there's going to be some limiting factor there as far as potential long-term upside. Even if there's a huge $5,000 card in there, there's going to be some limiting factor. For example, if you have a 2003 uh, Ultimate Collection box for basketball and LeBron's, Dwayne Wade, all those guys are in there, most people that are going to open it are not going to want to buy a single box because they don't know if the hit already came out of that case, let alone came out of that, you know, that particular set of packs. Where if you had a sealed case, now there's added value. So when you get to older products, a sealed case matters. But in the Japanese products, you're just not going to have a lot of sealed case opportunities. So really, it's going to come down to, if, if you're asking me, should I rip or should I hold? You know what? If you're going to rip something, and if you have to rip something, just just rip some of the Japanese stuff because you don't have sealed boxes and put aside the American sealed boxes. Uh, in the long run, if you have a trusted you know relationship with someone, having sealed Japanese product is going to be worth some decent money because some of the key hits are still in there. Number one. Number two is just produced less. But I also think that now that they're removing the shrink wrap, you're going to have a bigger issue with long-term... Uh, upside potential as well because is it truly a sealed product so that that's hopefully that answers your question uh, meanwhile while, while i've been rambling on here about about sealed product we have claire on the line uh claire did you hear the question yes okay name one of the teams that has never had a number one overall pick miami heat absolutely do you happen to know any of the others uh lakers no, actually, the Lakers have no. had a number one pick, but but you got Miami, oh. so you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. You got you're you're, okay. you're the winner. So stay on the line. Keegan will grab okay. your information. So so actually, the reason I thought that uh, that that was a really interesting question to ask is because the two teams in the finals right now, they're two of the teams that have never had a number one overall pick. By the way, Memphis, Oklahoma City, Miami, Indiana, Denver, and Utah never had a number one overall pick. Now that blew my mind. Uh, I was looking at maybe a team like Utah because they've been so, you know, so good for so long that, and, and then we're talking for generations, they've been decent. That, you know, maybe, maybe, okay, I could see them. But some of these other teams have had some pretty bad years. But, you know, I thought, for example, Denver, I remember the days of, you know, Matumbo and all that, but that year, Matumbo wasn't the number one overall pick. So, in fact, I think he was number four in the first round. So, you know, a lot of these guys that, that go number one overall, they're not they're, – they're supposed to be sort of champion-chasing teams, right? They, they go from being so bad that all of a sudden they get the best guy possible, so they should be chasing championships soon. But the reality is, again, for an Anthony Davis, for a Kyrie, for all of those guys, you also have – Anthony Bennett, I keep coming back to him. I feel bad for him. I'm picking on him. But it's not just Anthony Bennett. You, st you still have a number one overall pick in Greg Oden, who hasn't even played the equivalent of one full season worth of games in the NBA. So there, there's, there's quite a few examples of not, not so, you know, strong number one overall picks. And for, the mat for, the, for, the, for that matter, with Detroit, you also have the uh, number two overall pick that same year of LeBron and, uh, you know, 
last I checked, he's not even in the league anymore. So there's a lot of guys that, you know, just, just get picked in the first round and just don't make it. And the number one overall pick is not immune to that. So really surprised. I mean, you know, there were quite a few teams with no number one overall pick. And I got a news flash for you. Miami and Denver, not going to have a number one overall pick next year either. So, you know, it, it could be a while. They, these teams could be on this never had a number one overall pick in, uh, you know, in, in history. And I may, I may come back to the same question four years from now. <laughs> Might be the same answers. Uh, but we do have a little bit more time, so so Keegan, I'm, I'm sure you have. You, you look like you have another six questions for me. So, I, so throw I another one. I have a lot of different questions, but let's go back. I mean, to Jesse's. Uh, you guys were talking about uh, the new uh, booster box Paldea or the Paldea expansion, right? Sure. For Scarlet and Violet. So now the question becomes, right? Is there? So I wanna. I'm one of the people, right? That because I'm a streamer, because I'm you know content creator, right? I want to break open more boxes. I want to be able to, you know, break open and, you know, kind of have fun on stream, kind of have fun on my YouTube videos, right? So that being said, if I can't get my hands on a on the newest box, per se, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, this box. But if I, in the future, down the line, if I can't get my hands on the newest box, what's the next best one to get? You know, interestingly enough, from a price standpoint, um, I, I would tell you the... The last couple of products, no matter when you're buying, the last couple of products are always going to be still relatively affordable. Uh, I, I say that with this one caveat, that if you're looking to bust booster boxes, obviously Crown Zenith didn't have one, so that you can't look to that product. Uh, but if you go back a few sets with, uh, you know, Silver Tempest and, uh, you know, Lost Origins, even all the way back through, he mentioned Brilliant Stars, and Brilliant Stars was one of those products. I keep coming back to it. I keep bashing Brilliant Stars. One of the more brutal in terms of collation products that we have seen coming out of Pokemon. You know, if you go back to those sets, yes, there are going to be some that are a little on the higher side. They may even be pushing to 250 bucks. But if you're going back within the last 6 to 12 months of products, you, you're going to have quite a few interesting sets in there that you can always open. Uh, you know, and, and, and Lugia, you know, from, from Silver Tempest, people are still chasing that card to complete their master set. So, uh, you know, as a streamer, as someone who wants to open boxes that are reasonable, Silver Tempest is not bad. And, you know, Silver Tempest had everything from sleeved boosters, uh, you know, building battles, the, the small sets, the, the you know, you, you, collections. So there's a number of different ways you can go after uh, Silver Tempest, um, you know, same thing with Lost Origins. So there's quite a few different ways that you might be able to go after uh, a Lugia, Chase a Lugia with uh, a very inexpensive product that, again, is a few products ago. A uh, little bit tougher when you're trying to open Crown Zenith because Crown Zenith ETBs would be probably the best way to get a lot of packs, but not cheap. Uh, and and some of the larger collections that come with, let's say, playmats or, uh, you know, special collections like that, oh, really? not cheap. So I would err on the side of your, your standard release stuff with the, the booster boxes. And again, I would just go back a few products. I'm not saying that this, this Paldea collection and this Paldea is going to end up being affordable for the next six, seven months. But, you know, with, with high-end cards like that, if it's still reasonable over the next couple of releases, which it should be, then I, I would think that you know, there, there's definitely some room there for you to, to, to wait a little bit before you buy. Now, having said that, I did get some inside info, by the way. So this is this is sort of like a hot take. I did get some inside info that a lot of distributors got shorted. 
So for this Paldia, you know, Evolve set, where guys might have, you know, been able to get, say, 100 cases from their distributor, they're going to get 40. Guys that were used to getting five, you know, 400 boxes, they're going to get 30. It's, it's or, I'm sorry, I'll say 130 or 150. It, it, it was really interesting because I was told that for some reason, this is another one of those goofy sets that I don't know if they rushed it, but they, they, they really didn't print as much. And it makes me think that it's going to come out again as a second print at some point in the near future. I just don't know when. Um, but so does that. So now, now the question begs, right? Does this first print make it more valuable? You know, there are some that would argue that the problem with that, and I think this is a big one. I think this is a big problem. The problem with that is really hard to tell from the outside on a sealed box whether or not this is a brand new or, or, or a, you know, um, an old, you know, a, 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 a new print. So, you know, as far as, um, as far as I know, I mean, there are some people that say that the, the wrapper is loose on some of the the new ones versus some of the old ones. There are other people that say, oh, you can tell once you, you know, once you open the, the box. Well, that kind of defeats the point because <laughs> if, if you want to look on the outside, you kind of got to, you know, you, you can't open a pack to determine if it's a, if it's a new one, you know. So, um, you know, as far, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the bottom line is, uh, you know, you, you, you really should try and, you know, just, just open it when you can afford it because, you know, at, at that point, you're going to find yourself, uh, you know, looking at uh, potentially that, that thing, you know, turning the wrong direction on you. And now it's going to be a very expensive rip. Well, hopefully that answers your question, Keegan. I, and I know we have a, a lot more questions. We'll, we'll bring you on more often and ask those questions. But we are, we are fresh out of time here. We got, uh, you know, I want to thank all of you guys. Of course, I want to thank Keegan on the booth uh, in the booth there. And, uh, you know, it's always, uh, you know, fun talking Pokemon with you. Also want to make sure I thank my guests. We've got Jesse Kobayashi from Ideal 808 and Toy Links. Check out their pre-release of the new Pokemon product this weekend on Saturday. Uh, thank you all for listening and all my sponsors out there. Thanks. Uh, make sure you guys join me next week on ESPN Honolulu, AM 1420 or 92.7 FM. This is Darren Kimura saying have an awesome, awesome week. And as always, you guys, happy, happy collecting.